Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Candid with Christy. I'm actually really excited to talk about today's topic. Um, It's something that I really feel like I'm quite the scholar in, and that's love and relationships. (laughs) Even though I'm, I'm single and I've been single for... I've been single since 2016. Um, I am somebody that people always come to for advice. I'm not quite sure why, but I would like to think I give out pretty good relationship advice. Um, any advice, really. I'm good at just dishing it out. I am not the best on taking my own advice. Obviously, tell me why I'm still single. Actually, anyway, before we get into really all of that, I want to get into love, relationships, and all of the bullshit that's kind of in between. Um, In relationships, in love, in life, there is always ups and there is always downs. You know, the yin and the yang, the good and the bad. So I had put out um, a question, not a question, I... A little thing on my Instagram, Christy Not Mattis. I let I let people know that I was doing an episode of Love and Relationships, and I wanted some stories, stories that I will get into later on in the episode. But it's actually, I was gonna say funny, but it's not funny. The stories were actually quite real, and I wasn't expecting to get what I did get. Of course, you know, I got the standard, you know, men cheating women cheating, but then it kind of got a little bit deeper. And um, like I said, I will get into that further on into the episode. So on my episode of um, Breaking the Ice, I had just kind of glazed over um, me being single. Um, The reason why I feel like I am single, I of course I choose to be. There could be a number of people that I'm sure that I could have been in a relationship with. Uh, I said air quotes because obviously you guys can't see me. Um, (laughs) I have, I've been interested, of course. No, I'm interested now, but I'm not the type of person to chase. It's like unbecoming of me. (laughs) I feel like no matter how big I am, big I am on um, independency and me just having my own, doing my own thing, I always feel like if a man wants you as anything, you're gonna go out and you're gonna get that right. So if somebody wants you, I feel like they're going to make it known. Now, if we, if I'm into you, you're gonna know, and if I'm not, you should know. Um, you know, I feel like there is a level, there's a level that I need my, my future person to be at. And I'm not saying that I haven't dated anybody, um, that is there. Cause I know that I have, but there's just a lot of different aspects that kind of fall into place or not fall into place. I should say that, um, make me look at the bigger picture there. People always ask me, okay, what is your type? My type I don't necessarily have a type. My friends will probably laugh at this, but be quiet. (laughs) I don't necessarily have a type. I, what I know now as a grown ass woman, and I understand that I'm 30 and that's still on the younger side. I just turned 30 a few months ago. 
but I've always known what I wanted. I, I maybe have like dipped my foot outside of the, um, the water a little bit, tested other things, but I know what I want. Um, I feel like any man that I'm going to be with first and foremost just has to be a good person towards my son. I am a mother first before anything. I'll always say that. And he has to like you. He has to get a vibe of like, is this person cool? And he's not easy to impress just like his mother, you know, you could, you, people try to, yeah, he's not easy to impress. And I've never, I'm not the kind of person to like, let my son meet everybody that I've dated. And I haven't dated a lot. There's since 2016, it's been sparse. It's been Anyway, it's obviously it's been nothing that has held me in a position that I that I'm because I'm I'm single and I've been single. Um yeah, so first and foremost, he just has to be a good person towards my son and then we'll look at the other things. Um I'm big on laughing. I love to laugh, but then there's like this limit that I can take. I <clears throat> Excuse me. I feel like there's this line that can be crossed of too much, like, I don't want to date a comedian, 24-7 comedian. Like, there's a thing that get to me when, when people say LOL. Like, when a grown man or supposed to be a grown man says LOL, like, all the time after the end of every sentence, I'm trying to find the joke. Where's the joke? That's a big turnoff for me. I would never date... I've never dated anybody my age except for two people, two people that I, my age, I'm 30. I just turned 30. Like I said, I've always dated guys that have been older than me. Obviously makes no freaking difference. Like I said, I'm still single at this point. I'm thinking that they're all in the same brainwave like men just I'm not putting down men but I think they're very um blunt creatures and you have to say for most of them like I don't like this please don't do that or they won't get it or they won't know like you know obviously you know we're not mind readers but I think as time a lot of women I'm sorry but we do we, and I for myself I'm speaking for myself of course we'll want the man to automatically just know what we're thinking and I'm so bad for that but I'm doing so much better with speaking up now like I'm, I'm making it obvious what I'm interested in what I'm not interested in <clears throat> yeah so my type continues I wouldn't say that there's a list but there is a, a certain criteria obviously I haven't freaking got to because once again 2016 was my last relationship that I've been in um I honestly once I see that he's a good person towards my son I will look past a lot of a lot of crap you know I don't want anything to I don't want anyone to give me anything that I'm not able to give them in return but I just I'm big on respect I'm big on truth um I'm big on trust and once the foundation is built, there's a lot of, a lot of silly stuff. Like 
for instance, I don't like when people like leave their crap all over the place. It bugs me. I don't like to see my things out of place. I haven't lived with a man since 2016 and I couldn't even imagine being with anybody in my space other than my son. It's going to be such a different, um, that's almost 10 years. Oh my God. Oh, not almost 10 years. Well, I would say almost 10 years because I'm not trying to knock my son's father, but even when we were together, he wasn't really there. He's a good father, wasn't the best boyfriend. And I think we can both just agree on that. It's not like, you know, um, some kind of confidential knowledge, um, information that people are not supposed to know. I'm obviously single. He's in another relationship. So you can just tell that, you know, things didn't work out and that's a part of life. You just move on and you should move on and get over it. Um, I'm never going to speak ill on his family. I would never do that no matter what happened or what is happening. It's just, there are certain things that I, I'm okay with talking about and the certain things that I just wouldn't because I think as a parent, um, that's a part, and that's another relationship, like a co-parenting relationship. I think as a parent, I don't want to get too much into it because that's not the basis of this, of this episode, but I will further discuss what I think parenthood is all about. And I know it's hard um, for me to give my view because I'm a single parent, but I, I, there is a view that I can share. And I will, of course, have guests on um, that we can all kind of, kind of uh, put our opinions and thoughts. And it won't just be like the single mom's club. Um, there will be other guests, you know, families of two, of three, of four. I just want to be open as I can. Um, so, yeah, I feel like with that relationship, I never want to tarnish my son's father's name publicly, no matter what I say in my head or what I'm saying to my sister because I'm mad that day. I'm not putting that stuff publicly because it's no one's business to know. I feel like certain things should always be kept very private, as candid as I want to be. It's candid with Christy, not candid with Christy and Malachi. Um, and I'm just not here to bash men, period. Like, I love black men. I love men. Well, you know. Yeah, I do. I love men. I'm not going to sit here and bash them no matter what they've done to me or no matter what has happened in the past. I'm still a lover of love. I feel like I feel like no matter what has happened, there's always tomorrow. The future is the future is not it's I know it's nothing what I think it to be. It's only going to be better than that and I don't want to put karma, bad karma on myself by wishing ill on others and um yeah I feel like as that relationship you some moms they really and it's like a it's a big um disservice to the children you know of bashing their fathers I have I think I slipped up maybe twice in his life and I've said like something silly like you know like oh he's a jerk like and that's still it's not bad but I hated that I even said that because that's not his place to know if I had a fight with his father. Like there's certain things I think kids shouldn't be privy of. Like they're just, I know um, in a lot of communities and a lot of cultures, they let kids kind of just 
be part of adults business and that's not something that I think is okay I think what's for kids is for kids and what's for adults is for adults and a lot of times kids grow up too fast because we put them in certain situations where they shouldn't be in um environments that they should never be in and I'm big on you know I'm not a perfect parent obviously I have my outbursts I get angry we both get into fits you know, if you're, if you've been around me in Malachi, you've probably seen us get angry at each other and spew words and more so him. He obviously he's a child and he says things out of anger when I know, you know, he's been through a lot himself and I'm never, I well I will get angry, but I have to understand that he's a kid and he is dealing with his emotions. He was only brought to this planet eight years ago. He's still dealing with a lot of things that us as adults are still dealing with ourselves. So as a parent, I try my best to, I try my best to do what I can to save him from the inappropriateness, my favorite word. That's inappropriate. I'll, I, like I swear, I, I overuse it when I'm with him, but he, it's like a big part of his vocabulary because he'll be driving with like my little sister. She's 18 and um, he's like in just in love with her. He's obsessed with her. They do everything together. Um, and he's like, um, Auntie Sina, her name is Selena, but he calls her Sina. Auntie Sina was listening to some inappropriate music. And then... Um, you know, and I'm like, listen, just tell her to change it. It's okay. I understand that everybody is not going to be, is not going to parent how I parent. Um, that's totally understandable because not that's not how everybody is. But <clears throat> most people do know that. And I don't think they care when I'm gone. They're like, okay, listen, your mom's a psycho. Go play, have fun. Because I do sometimes I hover around him, you know, but he's the only, my only little my only little monkey that I have, I just love him. He's the cutest thing that I've ever seen. And I, I try my best to protect him. Um, I try my best and I, and I think that I'm doing a pretty good job, especially for the fact that I, I do most of it, um, on my own. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So like I was saying a little bit earlier, I had asked, some people to send me in stories about horror um, dates or bad dates or bad relationships that they've been in or just any bad experience with the opposite sex. And um, I guess I'll start with my first. I had a really funny experience once I was dating somebody, just very casually dating. Uh, we went out for and I wouldn't say this is a horror story. It's just a, it's, and I wouldn't say it's a funny, it's funny now that I'm looking back on it. I don't know for the people involved if they'll find it so funny. <clears throat> um, sorry. So I, this was years ago. So like I said, I dated in the, in between now and 2016. I've obviously, I've, I have tried to date it obviously has not worked out. I feel like people are just willing to take more than they are willing to give. And I'm just not okay with that. Um, so yeah, I was on this date. I was on a breakfast date with this person that I was casually seeing. And I, a few months prior to that, I was dating somebody else. So don't, this doesn't, 
don't make it don't think that it's like oh i'm just dating this person and dating that person but i'm single and i'm trying to keep my options as open as i can so um i met somebody and it didn't work out because he he just obviously wasn't a good person and i found out that he was talking to dating somebody else that he told me that he wasn't you know you know the typical story a lot of people know how that goes so this person that I used to date who was dating somebody else I stopped talking to him we were nothing went on any further because he's disrespectful <laughs> um I was seeing this person another person casually dating this person and um in walks this guy who swore up and down he wasn't dealing with this person that he walks in the restaurant with. Meanwhile, I'm sitting at the restaurant table on my on my breakfast date. And the funny, the funny the thing that I find funny about it, the funny thing about this is these guys I found out afterwards were friends. So, um, and I use that word very loosely. They had just, I think they, I think the one that I was on the breakfast date with, it, it was more of a thing that he wanted to say because he didn't want me to talk to anyone anyway. You know that thing, it's like the guy wants all of the benefits of a girlfriend, but he doesn't want to say that to the girlfriend while they can go out and do and and say whatever they please. But as soon as you kind of go off and start to find yourself and find and maybe and try to at least find someone else that you find interesting and then that you're willing to date. And then that's when feelings get involved. I had no idea that these people were friends. And um, anyway, I ran, I didn't run. I politely excused myself, went to the bathroom, called my sister because she knew exactly what was going on. She's probably like dying because she knows this, the real like full story. It's so, it's not bad, but honestly, I had no idea that they were really friends. And if I had known, I obviously, <laughs> I obviously wouldn't have, I wouldn't have dated like, it just wouldn't have kept going on. Like, that's basically what I'm trying to get to. That would never have happened because I'm just not that kind of person. Can you imagine the awkwardness that I was going through and what they were feeling? Because they know each other. And I went to the bathroom and because I saw him walk in. The guy that I was with didn't see because his back was turned. But I saw him walk in. I went to the bathroom. I called my sister. I'm like looking for an exit. Like I'm trying to think, can I, can I go out the door? Um, the back exit, the window, no, nothing. There's no hole in the ground. Okay, perfect. She's laughing. I'm like hyperventilating because I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't seen this person in so long. And for him to see me with the person that I'm with, he must've been like this bitch. <laughs> and honestly, it is what it is. Like, when when you walked in with that person, the story was definitely closed. Like it was finished at that point for sure. Um, 
it's so funny. I went back to the table because I obviously couldn't be in the bathroom forever. Like people would get real suspicious. <laughs> I went back to the table. He's like, oh, your friend is here. People say your friend. You already know what they mean. It's all shade, shady, shady boots. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, let's go check, please. Went home and I'm like, in my heart, I'm like, whoo, like, I feel like I just dodged a bullet because I just never know what would have happened if, if we were to just like actually like meet up and like into one another and what the conversation would have been. Cause I know what it was after. <laughs> it's funny, you know, I'm obviously meant no harm in it at all, but you can't dish it out and then not be able to take it. And I think that's what a lot of guys think when they're dealing with me, they think that I'm just gonna, they think that I'm just gonna sit around and wait for them to do nonsense. I will be like a, I will be a fool in love or in like for, uh, no, sorry, not in love, in like for like a day to max. And then I am good on you because I just don't have time to waste. I've realized since being with my son's father, and since other past relationships, it's funny because when I was in high school, there was a person that I thought I was going to just, I was so infatuated, I think, with this person that it really shaded my, shaded my senses of what I thought, what I thought like was or what I thought liking somebody was because I think it was like my first real crush I maybe have taken it a little bit too far um but I see now that it was obviously clearly one-sided and I think that happens to a lot of girls you know and then that makes you kind of like standoffish so I think that's why that little high school crush thing and then I didn't have any serious relationship after that I then went in I met my son's father when I was young, um, younger. So there was nothing really, uh, nothing for me to know between those times. And, you know, fast forward 2020, still no boyfriend after that. I have just come to a realization that it's, it's probably just, it's going to happen when the timing is right. Uh, we're never sure of what the future is going to bring. So I'm really just trying to be as, um, I would say patient, but I don't think I have been. So I'm just chilling <laughs> right now. Um, yeah. Uh, so fast forward, we're in 2020, um, single, no relationship. I have, there have been people that I have been interested in, of course, like I have said, but nothing to the extent of, I'm looking for a wedding dress. I mean, ask me maybe like next week. We don't know. It's it's bad. I feel like I will, like I said, I'll have like two days of like this crazy like, and then I'll, it could like be like a quick flame and that will be it. Um, until the time where I feel like somebody, somebody, somebody sweeps me off of my feet. Um, then I'm just, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so yes, I have asked people to send me in stories 
And that was such a, yeah, that was such a horror date for me. Uh, I don't, I'm not big on dating. It's not something that I look forward to. I say no to about 99.9% of dates. And when I do, um, they haven't been anything, obviously, that I wanted to go back for round two of four. I have, it's always the same thing, same conversation. I haven't been thrilled in a long time. I think I seek adventure and know I, I haven't been with anyone that has been truly adventurous. And I've been doing a lot of things myself, taking myself to places that I want to go. And there's nothing wrong with that because you have to build a relationship with yourself. And I'm trying to do that. I I think before you're able to let anybody else in, you need to love yourself. You need to know yourself. You need to be kind to yourself. You need to ask yourself questions of is this something that is going to benefit me? Is something that is going to help me flourish, help me grow, help me shine? And, you know, once you find out who you really are, I think it's easier to attract the love or any kind of relationship that you want. Um, so, yeah, I was asking these questions. I was um, finding the answers. And I believe I know... Um, a little bit of where I'm heading and um, the direction of where I would like my love life to be going in. Um, anywho, to the people that have sent me the stories in, I I had gotten a few of them. I had gotten a few and like I said earlier, they had gone in a direction that I wasn't exactly thinking that it was going to go. I did get some stories I will not name names of these people, obviously, just for privacy reasons. I wouldn't do that to them because you'll hear that they get pretty intense. Uh, so I asked uh, and I got answers. I got some people telling me, I had a one particular story that this girl, um, I'm just going to call these women Jane. Um, Jane, number one, told me that she was on a date with this guy and after, you know, everything had kind of gone down and she had let him know that, you know, anything sexual wasn't going to be happening. He drove her down this like abandoned road in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, took her keys, took her shoes, took her purse, took everything. And he left her there. She had to then hitchhike her way home. Um, she lived very far. She didn't get home till three in the morning. <sighs> now she obviously doesn't speak to this person anymore. Thank God. I just thought to myself, how can people be so gross? You know, I really hope that these men that expect so much from women, they never have a daughter to have to be put in that situation. I really think that we need to put ourselves in other people's shoes and think, how would that feel? Could you imagine your daughter comes home and she told you a story of something similar to how you treated a woman? I would hope that you would feel sick to your stomach. I would hope that you would feel sick because can you imagine your daughter coming home and telling you that daddy, this man left me in the middle of nowhere. Like you have to ask yourself these questions or you don't have a daughter. Okay. You have a son and your son constantly says, Oh, yo, dad, I left, I left this girl. You better smack the hell out of that boy. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't, 
Listen, I think we have to put ourselves in positions. And I know at times we have no idea what a man or women or anyone is, is going to do. You know, we don't have, we can't see into the future, but honestly, we need to be careful. We need to be careful because Jane, number one, she could have really been hurt. She could have really, she could have died to be totally honest. And I think it's ridiculous. I think it's so crazy to me to have, um, have somebody put in that position, you know, and then you can go home and feel like you can sleep. You can feel okay with yourself about that. I think it's crazy. And again, I really want you to go home and, and, and to think if my daughter was to tell me a story of how I treated this girl, how would I feel? And then I think you can just go on from that point. Um, yeah, I felt so bad about that. And then, like I said, it it kept getting a little bit more intense for me. Um, I had somebody tell me that Jane number two, tell me that she was in a abusive relationship. And I know that must, that could trigger a lot of women. I know that abusive relationships is something that is so common, but nobody talks about. And I am the first to say that it is never your fault. The person that is abusing you, there's something that is so off chemically in their brain that it's not even correct. Um, And a lot of people, like the hate is so strong in their hearts that they don't know how to release this energy you know, and then they find it in ways that are so unproductive, like they're putting their hands on another human being. And, um, Jane number two, she told me that, and I don't want to get too much into this story because it is somebody that, um, I just met recently and I don't want to bring it back up for her, even though she really, she really went in and told me the story which I appreciate so much. I even share that kind of information with me. Uh, like I said before, I am here to be a ear um, to people, no matter um, if it happened yesterday, if it happened 10 years ago, I think it's good to get it out. I, um, I'm happy that she is no longer with this person who treated her so horribly. She couldn't even go to anyone to talk about it. And that's the worst. I think that is the worst when we're put in these situations and we're afraid of what's going to happen, you know, but I don't think love should put us in a situation where we feel scared to communicate. We feel scared to tell you you're hurting me and that's not what I need. That's not what love is supposed to be. In my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's not what love is. And I've seen that because I know I said before that I've never been in love because I know what I've experienced was not that. I can relate to Jane number two so much because I have been in a situation where it got physical and I couldn't even believe that was happening to me because I'm such a strong person and it it only happened it only happened just, I don't even want to really get into that. It happened, it happened and it, it hasn't happened since it will never happen again. I feel like as soon as somebody puts their hands on you, we are aware of where the love, where the love isn't, you know, the lack of it, there is none to be in sight. 
I understand that people can say sorry, but you know, for me, and I think a lot of other people, actions will always speak louder than words. Actions will always prove why words mean absolutely nothing. I feel like as soon as our relationship gets abusive emotionally, mentally, physically, that's when you have to subtract yourself. And it's harder to say, um, it's harder to say, it's easier to say than it is to do that. I understand. But you have to put yourself in a position and respect yourself, value yourself, because that person is going to is going to feed off the weakness that they're that is coming out of you because and I'm just speaking on my experience. I don't want to speak for anybody else and I'm not speaking for Jane too. I I applaud her strength. I applaud her greatness and I'm happy to see that she's in a loving relationship now. I couldn't be more thrilled for her honestly. Um, but like I said, and like most of the things that are going on on these episodes, a lot of it are my opinions and my thoughts and my experiences. And um, this is what I feel to be true. I feel that love is never going to put their hands on me. The love That's, lo- that's not what love is. Um, it's not something that I'm ever going to accept in my life again. I... Like I said, I've, I've, I've been dating and I am going to let you know where I stand with you. I'm going to let you know if it's something serious, if I feel it, if I don't feel it. And if it's not reciprocated, then you shouldn't put yourself in a position to get angry. And if somebody doesn't want to be with you anymore, I think the best thing that we can do is move on. Um, I... I'm big on not looking back. I feel like it's a waste of time. I'll say it time and time again. Um, the past will only teach us. So yes, we have to keep it in mind, but it's not beneficial to me and it will just hinder my growth. And I'm big on growing. I'm big on becoming a better person. So I feel like the only thing that is going to help me is to is to remind myself what happened, but don't stay there. Don't linger there. Um, so I just continue to move on. I, I continue to be a strong person, regardless of what the past has thrown at me. I just know that when the time comes for love, I'm going to accept it with open arms. And I'm hoping that it's just a bond built with a strong foundation of trust honesty, um, and everything that I think love should be, um, a little bit less, less on the heavier side. Uh, I did have somebody, um, send in another story, Jane, number three, a lot of it was women, obviously, because I think men don't like to share bad experiences of them dating. I think they, I think, in my opinion, they might seem that it makes them look weak, like if they got curved or whatever, but I get curved on, I, yeah, like I've been curved. I've been curved like crazy, like around the bend curves, like ridiculous. Um, and I admit it, it's not the best feeling in the world, but you know, it didn't kill me. Like, you know, that one thing from hangover, like, but did you die? Like, no, we didn't like just move on. It's not a big deal. If someone doesn't want you, you're not, you're not going, that's not, that's not the end all be all. There is other fish in the big old sea. Um, anyway, 
Yeah, so uh, Jane number three told me that she was dating this person, okay? And she had come to realize that this person was like a scam artist. And there is a lot of those in the world, but there's a lot of them in Toronto. Um, I have come into cross with many of them through Instagram trying to scam their way into my DMs with the stupidest crap I could ever see. Thank God I'm not an idiot because it's like, are you serious? Or guys that um, you can tell, like, you can just tell. I know sometimes you don't judge a book by its cover, but you just know sometimes where the book is going and you just close it and you just let it go, put it back on the shelf because you don't want to be... You don't want to just, you don't want to finish because you know where the ending is going. Um, yeah. So I, she told me that, um, she realized that he was a scammer, a scam artist and they were going to Walmart, like Walmart out of all places. Come on. Like a scammer going to Walmart. He must've been low end. And again, Jane number three is no longer with this person. There is some scam artists. Like there was a, I saw an ad the other day, not an ad, like the post, um, on Instagram and there was this person, the African guy that he, um, scammed over 43 point something million dollars. I'm like, damn, how do you even get him? How did, like, how did you get that far? And some people are just really good. So he's obviously high end scammer. This guy was low end because he was trying, uh, he was trying his, 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 his little thing at, um, Walmart so he had their going crazy shop not crazy shopping he was uh he tried to buy a laptop and when I say tried this is what happens what she told me that they went to Walmart and as they were using the card someone asked this guy to sign and he was like hesitant and they're calling people and then next thing you know um he's like no we don't want it he's telling her to like walk fast and they get out to the parking lot he tells her to run <laughs> When I'm reading this, when I heard this story, I was thinking to myself, is this real? How are you? How is this happening? Anyway, so um, he tells her to run and um, the security guards are chasing them. Oh, my God. So they go into some other parking lot. Like, this gets even more scammier. They go into a parking lot and um, some guy meets them and they, they start doing other credit cards. It's like, girl, you should have got out of the, you shouldn't have gotten back in the car after Walmart. <laughs> but I understand that when you're young, you just sometimes just do like dumb shit and it is what it is. She's no longer talking to this person. Thank God. I, he's probably scammed his way into other hearts, other Walmart parking lots, who knows? Um, good luck for, uh, the scammer. <laughs> um, it's really funny when you get these stories because it kind of just shows you people have real, and you would never, looking at this person, you probably wouldn't have guessed that she's dealing with this art, this scam artist. But that's a beautiful thing about life. You don't really get to know people until you sit down, you talk to them, you look past whatever the BS that's in front of you, and you can really see past um you know, see past that and, and get to know the person. And I think that's what the big part of Candidate Christie is. It's, um, 
again, it's a platform for me and my guests and just for anyone to speak freely. And I always felt like love and relationships were something that I have always been, been so um, big on because even though I have not been in stable relationships, consistent relationships, I am aware of what love looks like. I am, I know what it is to be loved. I have a wonderful family. I have a few good friends. I'm, I, I love my son, you know, um, I love myself and I have to, because like I said before, for a long time, I did not, um, sorry, there's a beautiful bird outside of my window, totally distracted me. I was just like, wow. The thing about recording in my room is really lovely. It's bright, it's open, the trees are right outside and I feel like I'm at home. That's the stupidest thing I've ever said because I am at home. <laughs> but that's the thing. Um, I've wanted to get that feeling. I, I, I want to be in, in an atmosphere that I can feel safe. And that's the thing I have said before, you know, of being outspoken but not being heard. And I think it's a safe atmosphere this is my, this is my, um, my domain. This is my casa. This is where I lay my head at night. Like I'm in my bedroom. I'm, I'm comfortable. And I hope that you guys can kind of feel that vibe as we kind of go through the episodes. You know, certain people, they won't be recorded in my bedroom because it's my safe haven. I will move it to different areas of my house or we can even go mobile. That's a thing about the podcast. You know, I can be anywhere, work with anyone, um, any time of the day. It's a beautiful thing. And I am just happy. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to everything that's coming next. I, of course, will get into more things. We'll dive deeper. I would love to get our relationship coach on and we can kind of really like dive into what it is between men and women that sometimes we're so off with one another you know what it is behind men that make them click or women that make them click or just anything so I hope you guys stay tuned things are going to get a lot more juicy a lot more serious we are just starting with Candid with Christy it is only the beginning have a blessed day and I will talk to you guys soon